could say that the lesson this evening was in the songs that we sung, and I could just in, extend the invitation and we'd be done. But you might be happy with that, so I'm not going to do that. Paul, in writing to the young preacher Timothy in 1 Timothy 4, talks about an obligation we have as being servants of God in examples that we set and being watchful. Jesus had mentioned back in the gospel that you are the light of the world. You're like a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. And we need to be aware of that fact that people do watch and people do observe and people draw conclusions by who they see or how they see each one of us as we live our lives, not just here, but as we live our lives as we go outside of the building and outside the fellowship, back into the world, and interact with those in the world in a way that would be the example that needs to be set. But in 1 Timothy 4, verse 12 and following, let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers. And some translations have, be the example of the believers. Either way, you be an example to those who believe, and you be an example of one who does believe in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Till I come, give attention to the reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by the prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. Meditate on these things, give yourself entirely to them, that your progress may be evident to all. Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine, continue in them, for in doing this you will save both yourself and those who hear you. Take heed to yourself. The words that we speak, the actions that we engage in. Again, we have a world that does watch what we do, what we say, how we respond to situations. And they may not even realize it at the time that they've been watching you. Sometimes it may be years down the road and then something across their mind and they will remember that example that you never knew took place. And they may have forgotten about it and bear fruit years down the road. But the words that we speak have a lot to do with it. If any man speak, let him speak, Peter said, as the oracles of God. Speak the things that would be appropriate, things that are in light of God's word, things that would edify, things that may challenge. Yes, rebukes in there as well. But done in that right spirit as well along the line. And the conduct, the way we conduct ourselves in love, the spirit, in faith, and in purity. The child of God has this different life to live. And he is setting the example. Again, the world basically says, it's too hard to live the Christian life. Too much is being ex expected of us to live this Christian life. This being good all the time. This being watchful of our words, being careful of our attitudes, being careful of our temper, 
and not letting others exasperate us. It's too hard. But God's word says you can. Jesus gave you that pattern to follow, and we're expected to follow in his steps. To do the things that would be pleasing to the Father. And it's hard at times not one to right all the wrongs. But again, the conduct has a lot to do with it. Jesus conducted himself in reverence to the Father. And the charges leveled against him were really being leveled against God. And he let the Father take care of that. He made the sacrifice that needed to be made. You live the life that is to be lived. Mindful of, again as we talked earlier this morning, the positive side of things. The life you're living, you're living by faith in the Son of God who gave himself for you. That's the positive side. That changes. That's a life changer. We as Christians know that. We at times may forget that. But that's a life changer. To walk in that light as he is in that light. And to know that he works with us. His desire is to see and to help each one of us to go through this life and into eternity. That light shining tells the world that we believe that there can be a difference in how you live. The world says no. The Christian says yes. You're the Christian. You're saying yes. You can live a life and not get caught up in all the things of the world. And the world is, again, very attractive. The world is very alluring. The world is very persuasive. So in everything you do, how you move through this world, you're striving to set that example that indeed would be pleasing to God and acceptable in His sight. We have the help along the way, and we need to be reminded of that. Take heed to the doctrine, to the teaching. That's all doctrine is, is teaching. I would say I'm amused, but I'm also saddened. For those who say they want the Bible, but they don't, do not want doctrine. They want Jesus, but they do not want doctrine. But Jesus is the teaching of God to man. That's doctrine. That's teaching. And we need that doctrine. Again, we live in a world that says, you cannot have purity in your doctrine. How many times have you heard somebody say, make the challenge, well, how can you really ever know if you really have the truth or not? It's been translated so many times, it's been mistranslated so many times, there's no way to know this is really what God spoke to Paul in the first century. So we just do the best that we can. We accept the terminology that has come down through the years. And it's not from the world. It's from the religious world. Let's change the words. Let's broaden the meaning of words so that they mean something else than what they really do. They're here to be saints. You're to be holy. You're to be set apart. 
and that you can live this type of life. To set the example, to set the example and give diligence to the doctrine, all of that requires effort and determination on our part. There's no way that you can go through life as a child of God and not have a consciousness that that is exactly what you're doing. You cannot be a Christian without being aware that you are a Christian. You cannot live a holy life without being aware that that is exactly what you need to be doing. And you cannot set the example. And it comes down to being pure in the eyes of God. The world will accept. The world will encourage anything less than that. Don't worry about being faithful all the time. It really doesn't matter. There's something that comes up that's more important than being at church. Then go ahead and do that. Don't worry about it. It's all right. God will always overlook those things. But maintain the purity that God has given. <coughs> comes along the line of what Paul is telling Timothy. Be that example of a believer. And that's a challenge that will come down to us each day that we live. Are you? Are you being the example of one who truly believes that Jesus is the one and the only Savior and that the Bible is the only guide that we have and that we owe a faithfulness to God if indeed we desire to have that eternal life with Him. The question would be, why not tonight? Why not make those changes in our life that we need to make? Why not tonight? Satan would tell you, not tonight. Too many things going on right now. Satan would tell you, you don't need to do it right now because Norman wants his time up here to talk about the building. So put it off for a little while. Why not tonight? Why not make the life right with God as it needs to be? And if you need to make that change in your life, if we could assist, if, you could, if we could help you in any way, then indeed we would bid you to come as together we stand and sing.